Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and I got sciatica. People say that shit all the time. I got sciatica, you know, it's because of my sciatica. Remember when sciatica came out and everybody had it? Yep, that's what I'm talking about. I was just having a conversation with my best friend in the world, and your best friends in the world are... They have a real talent and a real skill for busting your balls so fucking bad. And it keeps you humble. It keeps you honest. You know what I mean? If you don't have someone in your life that you know will tell you to shut the fuck up when you're like getting out of control, do you really have a best friend? Do you, do you, if you know, if you don't have a person in your life who knows how to make fun of you, so much anytime at any given point and they just have unlimited ammunition on you because they've known you they know you so well and you're a good sport about it i feel like people stop being a good sport about being made fun of you know what i mean i feel like as a comedian i have the right to make fun of anything and everything i want to like nothing is off limits to me um and I feel as though we live in a world that where people, ha- it's conditional. You know what I mean? It's conditional with people where it's like, ha, that's funny. It, like, yeah, yeah, you're a comedian, so be funny. All right, cool, but what about this? No, you can't talk about that. Oh, why can't you talk about that? Well, because specifically, I don't like, I don't like it when you talk about that. Oh, that sucks, because I'm talking about it fucking anyway, because somebody's going to think it's funny, including me. The the reason I'm talking about it is because I think it's funny. Also, I'm going to say as a comedian, I feel like the there's this thing I had, like there's this inherent need to make fun of stuff that everybody likes, right? Not because you care um, and not because you hate it, but everyone loves it. So you're like, oh man, you know, it'd be really cool if I just fucking started roasting this whole situation because... It's funny. I saw Michael Che the other day. Big fan of Michael Che. Um, he had a post on his page. Now, he's been doing this thing where he there's a post that pops up on his Instagram page. And then a couple hours later, it goes down. There's a post that stirs up the pot a little bit. Then he'll, then he'll be like, oh, sorry, I got hacked. Which I think is a really fucking funny bit. Um, you know, say something fucking crazy. It's almost like... It's like, uh, it almost helps you get away with it. Like that episode of A Family Guy where Peter Griffin uh, found out that he was mentally retarded. And he was like, sorry, I'm retarded. And he walked into the women's bathroom and started kicking the fucking doors open. And go, oh, sorry, I'm retarded. And then doing like a bunch of dumb, fucked up shit. Just because the doctor told him that he was mentally retarded. It's kind of like that. It's like comedians striking back. Like, oh, uh... Let me say the thing that no one wants me to say, and then I'll front like I like somebody hacked my shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I kind of thought I think that's really funny. Um, some people don't appreciate it, obviously, but you can't please everybody, right? The biggest way to make yourself miserable is to is to attempt to make everyone happy. You know, people who know you, they know your heart is good, your heart is pure, and all my love is true. That's my best Nelly Furtado. Do not ask me to do it again. Um, Yeah, so I'm driving earlier on the road. Got over the bridge from Manhattan 
into the Bronx. BX into the Bronx. The boogie down my town. Fuck around my city. Um, and I'm sitting in traffic, bro. I'm sitting in this fucking... I'm so hungry that if I close my eyes, I feel so weak and I have no fuel in my body. I feel like a fucking... Like, I just... I, I feel terrible. There's nothing worse than... There's, there's, there's very few situations... That are uh, more uncomfortable to me than being that hungry. I'm sitting in traffic. I'm hungry. Like, unless I had to fucking use the bathroom or some shit. Like, I'm sitting in the, uh, sitting in the car. And no bullshit. Like, from, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the equivalent of, like, two city blocks away. Some asshole in a fucking Honda Accord. Comes up blasting fucking bachata music so loud that it sounds like me and all the other cars on the fucking road are in the club. And honestly, it just blows my mind when people do that shit. Like, yo, what what makes you assume that everyone else wants to hear your music? Why do you think everybody wants to hear this shit? You know what I mean? Like... Cause like, what could it be? Are you, do you want everybody to, do you want everybody else to see you, that you like this? Like you want everybody to see that you're listening to this song? You know what I mean? Or do you want, like, are you, are you sharing it? So people, huh, you know, like maybe, maybe I should, I feel like I'm in the mood for this too. Like, are you trying to share it like an act of kindness or are you just being, are you acting like you're the only fucking person in the world? Like I'm the only girl in the world. I hate that song. For a lot of reasons. And um, one of them is because I think it's unfair. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's this bullshit thing that sometimes women do that they go, uh, hey, as long as you make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. And it's like, I'm I'm such a fucking critical thinker that I'm just like, um, but like I have female friends and sisters, so they don't exist anymore or, you know, I don't know. Am I not allowed to speak to other people if they happen to have been born with a vagina vagina? Am I saying that right? No. So anyway, I was, um, I was driving and this guy pissed me off. I got a phone call. I got a phone call from my little brother down in Texas, having the fucking time of his life. The kid moved out of the hood, moved to Texas, doing very well for himself, steps out of the house, boom, he's got a swimming pool right there in front of his apartment. We did not grow up in those kind of conditions. You know, we grew up, pissy elevator, pissy and shitty staircase, drugs, gang violence, shootouts, uh, you name it, fucking, I mean, you the shit that people talk about in hip-hop songs particularly all through the fucking 90s and early 2000s. That's like, that was just reality to us. And this motherfucker now lives in a fucking community. There's a pool. There's a gym in his facility. Everything is modern. And so I think he's been taking these 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 liberties and stepping his game up and living a different type of lifestyle. This motherfucker called me yesterday. I missed the call. I was busy. I was working because I'm a hard working man. I answered the fucking phone. 
And he goes, yo, what's up, bro? I was like, I don't know. Sorry, I didn't answer the phone. I called him back. He answers the phone. He goes, yo, my bad, bro. I, I was trying to call you earlier, but it's too late now. I was like, well, what the fuck? Well, what happened? He was like, well, I was trying to get a gyro. A gyro? I was trying to get a gyro from uh, this gyro spot. And I just wanted to, I was trying to uh, figure out what gyro he used to, or he used to come over here and I would always order him a gyro because there's this really good gyro place over here by us. And um, so me, him and my wife, we would eat gyros together. It was nice. It was like a Sunday thing for a while. We would watch random movies, random, like my big fat Greek wedding style movies, underrated, underrated classic movie, right? Great movie. Um, what happened to that actress from, from the, the movie? What happened to her? She was great. Anyway, uh, cheesy shit like that. Cause it's funny, right? It's fun to watch corny movies with your family and you could sit down and you don't have to fully pay attention. You could talk shit while you're watching it. You could be like, yeah, right. Ha, that's funny. There's just one line that I will not forget from one of the movies we watched. It was with the same cast from my big fat Greek wedding. I forget the name of the movie though. I'm going to look it up. Um, I'll figure it out. But there was this part where this dude comes in and invites a bunch of, like a group of that, the woman from my big fat Greek wedding and her friends to a party. He's like, yeah, I'm throwing this party. You guys can all come down. And this one dude turns around and looks this man dead in his face. And he goes, I don't go to parties. And I fucking, and my wife lost it. And I fucking loved that part. Because like, can you imagine saying that to someone? I don't go to parties. I got to find out the name of this movie. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. This is how you do it, right? We've learned to be very good at... Uh, we've become detectives because of the way social media is set up, right? So you go to Nia Vardalos, the star of My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and you see what other movies she was in. She was in this movie called I Hate Valentine's Day. It was a really stupid fucking movie, but we enjoyed it. It was good. It was one of those... This girl is beautiful and funny and successful, and she somehow just can't seem to find a man, right? Next thing you know, this guy comes along. I forgot what his fucking deal was. Handsome guy, dresses like a fucking schlub, right? Like everybody did in the 90s. And uh, and by that, I mean, if look at the way Matthew Perry is dressed all throughout the show, friends, and that's exactly what the fuck I mean. He just looks like a fucking slob, or a schlub is actually what I said the first time. Um, and you know, will they? Won't they? Boom! Eventually, at the end of the movie, they get together. The movie lasts a little longer than it fucking should, you know, but it's good. Um, she's stubborn. He's stubborn. We play these games that people play when they get into a relationship or they're, they're maybe about to get into a relationship. They start fucking. And, um, you know, this was before um, ghosting was different back then. You know what I mean? Like, if you got ghosted then, uh, you really got ghosted, right? Like, you could literally go ghost back then. Like, you could have sex with someone. You could, as a man, you could meet a woman, take her out on a date, treat her like she's the only girl in the world. Um, so she lets her guard down and lets you have sex with her. And then you could um, just just never call her. 
you could just never call her and um she wouldn't be able to stalk you on social media or anything like that but now it's different right so we got to be a little more honest now fellas i'm married i don't know anything about that i'm just making everything up that i just said so yeah um basically so my brother calls me got a little off track we used to have this good time calls me to ask me what gyro he used to had have when he would come over and i was like uh you know the lamb gyro like the classic gyro delicious gyro they wrap it up in that nice warm pita and um you know it's fantastic little tzatziki sauce um Sometimes they do a little salad on the side. A little Greek salad is nice. Um, good. I love good food, right? Good food. I, I love good food so much that I ref- when I'm out of town or some shit, I'm so spoiled that I actually get angry when I can't find good food. Um, but that's something. That's another thing. Another instance of me being angry about not having food or access to it. Um, so yeah, he goes asked him about the gyro, but it was too late. He he got some shit that was subpar. He didn't like it. Then also did not let me hang up the phone without telling me. My brother has a very deep voice, so I'm gonna do an impression of him. Brace yourselves. He it sounds very gravelly and deep. Um, I don't know what happened. He's taller than me as well. Um, his dad's taller than my dad. Uh, like if my dad stood on top of my mom's old encyclopedias only then would he be up to his dad's hairline which is now gone because he has gone fully bald so i don't know what the fuck is going on um my dad is very short so anyway my brother insists on telling me this so yo so i'm cooking right he's still from the bronx so he doesn't sound like he's from texas at all i don't think i, don't, I think he fucking it's just never gonna happen right so this motherfucker was like, "I'm, yo, yo, I was getting ready to cook and I'm, <laughs> and I'm butt naked, and yo, I mean, like, I feel like this motherfucker couldn't wait to live by himself, and I'm butt naked, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, I'm seasoning my food and I got seasoning on my dick." <laughs> and he said this to me, and in my mind, I had a lot of questions, you know, because that's never happened to me before. I mean. Are you leaning against the counter? You know what I mean? Because in my mind, as a as a forensic scientist, I can't imagine me getting seasoning on my dick and there also not being corresponding seasoning dropped on my feet. Uh, it just would make sense, right? Unless you're just pelvis against the the counter and everything else is kind of pulled back a little bit. So you're almost... Like in the shape of a fucking giant arrow or something like that. But I'm trying to figure out the physics of this. But he was just so amused by the fact that he poured seasoning all over all over his his, his private parts. Um, and he couldn't wait to tell me that. It was really funny because when he called me, I thought it was an emergency. And that that's, that's the only thing that happened. But that's what you want, right? You know when somebody from your family calls you that never calls you? I mean, my brother calls me and shit. We talk, but... You know, somebody calls you at a time that they don't call you, and you're like, oh, fuck, somebody died. One time, I just wasn't having it. One time, my mom called me at, like, fucking 5 a.m. I was like, Jesus Christ, my grandma's dead. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. This is not a joke. Called me at, like, 5 a.m. First thing I thought, fuck. And you know what I did? I did not answer the phone because I wasn't ready for it, you know? 
And then when I didn't get a follow-up text saying, oh my God, please call me right now. I was like, all right, you know what? I feel like you're in the clear. No news is good news. No news is good news. Usually. That's why me and my dad talk fucking once a month. We talk once a month. We catch up. Hey, how you doing? Everything all right? My dad always hits me with the, how's your triple M's? He used to more. I might have to bring that back because I like that. I feel like it really gave me guidance throughout my younger years. How's your triple M's? Let me remind you what those are in case you haven't been listening to me since day one. My dad always said to me, Corey, how's your triple M's? And I'll be like, and I'm going to tell you what the triple M's are. Triple M's are your mind, your money, and your muscles, right? My dad would always tell me that those are the most important things for you to focus on. In a way, I feel like he taught me about self-care before people started talking so much about self-care um, to make me be a little introspective and go, how's my mind, right? I have gotten really good at being able to identify why something bothers me, being able to ask myself questions, being able to become tough enough to have conversations that are uncomfortable. A lot of people aren't ready to do that. Oftentimes, you ask someone what they're upset about or why they're upset. It's hard to articulate that when you're in the moment because emotions are, are a little hard hard to control. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things. It's hard to control what makes you laugh. You ever start laughing at something and somebody goes, well, that's not funny. Why would you laugh at that? And you can't help it. You know what I mean? It's just that you're just natural. Your body just responded to something and you just started laughing. I saw somebody, I saw my best friend's house get robbed when I was in college and they stole like electronic goods they stole a big screen TV these fucking guys came in there and stole his shit and um, his first reaction no lie was to rip like a 45 second fart it sounded fake and then he burst it. he started laughing so hard but he knew he was in deep shit I'm not even trying to be funny because I know I just I realized what I just said but he, uh, he, that was his, uh, his, his reaction to, um, dealing with a real unexpected hardship, right? Cause what happens? You're, you're not, you're responsible for the thing. At the time you're a teenager, kind of, you're like about, you're in that transitional phase. You're still kind of living at home. Something gets stolen. It's not your shit that got stolen. It's your your parents' shit that got stolen, right? So you got to be accountable for that. Being accountable for somebody else's shit. I've always had this thing in my mind where I hate, I don't like borrowing people's stuff. I don't like people borrowing my shit either, but I don't like borrowing people's stuff, you know? And if I do, I got to treat it with extra care. Like, I will treat your stuff better than I'll treat my own stuff. And I treat my own stuff pretty fucking good, I'll tell you that, you know? But some people don't have that kind of integrity, I saw this 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 quote earlier I love because it got me lathered the fuck up and it said it said uh, stop thinking everyone is as real as you. Again, we go back to this all the time, right? If you if you uh, expect everyone to be the way you are or to react the way you do to things, you play yourself every single time, right? There's a way to be happy because. People are happy out there beyond what you see on social media and beyond. Um, you ever you ever talk to somebody and you're just like, man, this person just has it figured out. 
This person just fucking wakes up, lives their lives, is not influenced by whatever things that's going on. I was listening to George Lopez on the Bill Burt podcast and uh, the Bill Burr and Burt Kreischer podcast, which is very entertaining. I love it. I love it because it's a. I like that male perspective as a, as a young man and honestly... As a young man that was raised by women, it was always kind of cool for me to get around other men and hear their story and hear how, you know, they deal with life. Especially being that I was going to grow up to also be a man someday, right? Because you could see cautionary things like shit you don't want to end up like. And you could see like the kind of man you want to be. And it's also cool to just understand each other. You know what I mean? Like when you get a bunch of women together and they talk about shit sometimes and it's just like if I'm in the room and I'm and I'm privy to it, I'm like, oh, this is stuff I don't I don't I probably won't ever really understand. But, you know, that's cool. I like to I like to hear the perspective of guys, especially older dudes, especially funny older dudes talking about their wives, talking about their I think if we communicate and listen to each other more and share our experiences, I think it'll make life a little smoother, you know what I mean? Um, at least I'd like to believe that if somebody was always, if anytime you walked into a new chapter in your life, someone was waiting there to go, Hey, by the way, listen, so this was my experience with it. Not to say that yours is going to be the same, but these are just also things that could happen along the way. Right. Um, it's just nice to know. It's nice to see. I think people are, are interesting. People drive me fucking crazy and I'm sure they drive you crazy too. Listener, whoever you are at the moment. Um, shout out to my listeners who listen to the show every week. I fucking love you guys. Um, but yeah, people drive you crazy, but people can teach you so much, you know, embracing our differences. It's beautiful. Um, I love it. I love it. And I love all of you. Thank you guys all for listening to the show. It means so much to me, more than you know, more than I could describe here. Because I sit here and start getting fucking mushy and emotional. And I don't do that because I'm a man. See, toxic masculinity. Um, I don't give a fuck, right? I I love being a man. I'm just gonna say that. I love it. I love it. I get the pee standing up. You know, that's pretty sweet. Sometimes you get the two stream. Sometimes two streams come out, and one's in the toilet, and the other one's on the wall, and nobody has to know about it. Just you and whoever's in the bathroom watching you. The bathroom attendant standing there pulling the fucking paper towels out. While you're pissing, just anticipating the fact that you're going to need him for two seconds, like you couldn't have gotten it yourself, and then have some bubblicious, some trident, some cologne, some fucking Davidoff cool water, and expect you to give him a tip just because he watched you pee. I've actually hooked some of those guys up. Back in my day when I used to get fucking pissed, drunk, wasted, I would fucking make sure that I gave those guys at least a couple of fucking dollars sometimes. You know why? Because I know I was going in the bathroom and I was fucking releasing all my sphincters. So not only are you going to fucking watch me pee, you're also going to fucking smell these farts I'm about to let rip like a machine gun the second I get in here. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I love you all. Enjoy your week. Have a great week. Be positive. Be blessed. Accept good things in your life. Sometimes that's hard to do, and sometimes you need to be told, yo, this is a good thing, and you deserve it, right? You work hard. You're a good person. And if you're a piece of shit, hey, listen, that's on you, right? 
All right. Take care of yourselves and the ones you love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Later.